Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Oh, from big-time quarterback NFL trade rumors to an NBA team major from absolutely burst oh, at the hey, seams hey, hey. to hold on hold on now we're not starting with this <laughs> what what, what? we're not starting with this all right go ahead do your thing man do your thing we're not starting with this we, we're gonna get there don't you worry uh but uh i'm gonna put you on a uh i'm gonna put you on a pitch clock oh my is what i'm God. gonna do okay. i'm gonna put you on, i'm gonna put you, you on a pitch clock yeah we'll we'll actually i have a different question to get you started and good evening brother i'm so i'm, I'm so thankful Thank again you. to uh hey how you doing to man? sit here and hang and talk I'm doing great. I, I, I could not be better. I'm excited with a plethora of things to get to tonight, including this. Like, let me ask you this question. You ever, uh, you ever been to a bachelor party? Oh, come on, man. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, I've been and I've had, okay. I've had a batch, one and, bachelor party. And, and you had your own. Yeah. Now, uh, different people go into these different ways. So I want you to, 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 to ease into what I'm saying when I say that at bachelor parties, decision making is not always the best. Now, that, that doesn't mean that, that things are illegal or completely off the map, but here's kind of what I'm getting at. The vibe is at a bachelor party or a bachelorette party or, quite frankly, anything that might be happening in Vegas or Nashville or anywhere else for that matter. It's like YOLO, right? Like you only live once. Go for it. The answer to most things is yes, just have fun, go crazy. Well, because it's the last that's, gasp, that's right? the deal. Yeah, right, right. So, um, I give you the San Diego Padres. Are 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 they are they on a bachelor party, or what exactly is the long term plan here? Because I get it, you actually feel like a bachelor party. You're super fun. You're a ton of fun. You got bright colored City Connect jerseys, beautiful ballpark, tons of good players and fans, just like brothers or sisters at a bachelor or bachelorette, egging you on. Like, yeah, yes, yes, more money, more players. Woo! Explain to me, while I understand how fun and good this is in the moment, and I love owners that spend, and I love owners who try to win. So I'm not here to say this is bad. I'm just trying to understand when does the bubble burst? 
$350 million for Manny Machado, $280 million for Xander Bogarts, $340 million for Fernando Tatis. You got $23 million just this year on an ARB3 for Juan Soto, and you're going to have to figure that out in the next year or so. $108 million for you, Darvish, $100 million for Joe Musgrove. And, and that's just one, two, three, four, five. That's six players. They've all got nine-figure deals. Okay, not Juan Soto, but he will. And, and, and then the payroll goes down from there. So only the Mets and Yankees are, are spending more this year, but that's this year. These are all long-term. Like, what does this look like five years from now? Who cares? For example? It's not supposed to look like anything five years from now. When you go all in, you're not going all in for five years from now. You're going all in for this year. Next year at the most, mm-hmm. when you do that, uh, when you're buy, okay. when you try to buy a championship, it's not trying to buy the future. Yeah, like I okay, checkbook championship. The Warriors deal last year got called right, but like baked into that are deals that end within a year or two. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, like, there's no is is there a salary cap in baseball? Nope. So you can, if you can afford it, you can do what you want to do. So it cha- it's it's a little different from baseball than it is for football and for basketball because there's only so much you can do. And if you go over that in basketball, then it's going to cost you as the Warriors, right? Football, you it is what it is. Look what the Rams did. They yeah. went all in right. for one year for a championship. But there's a cap there. Like, we understand that. You're allowed to sort of structure that, manipulate it the way that you want. I guess my point would be there's no Padre fan who's not going to say we love this. But what is the same Padre fan going to say three, four, five years from now when this ownership group, and I promise you this is coming, when this ownership group says, well, yeah, now now we got to – we got to reboot this whole thing. We keep we can't keep spending like this. Right. Especially when the production for these players starts to fall off. Like I'll give you the Angels as the cautionary tale. We're like, "Oh, yay, Padres. Woo! Hadn't even been anywhere yet." Like they don't even win when they get into the playoffs. So like at what point does this turn around on them and become a pie in the face like it did for the Angels for years and years and years and put you in a bad spot? Well, when you realize that I would say in year, at the beginning of year three, if you haven't been in the World Series, right, either of the, the, the first two years, that's when you start scratching your head. But you're willing to pay the money and roll the dice to get an opportunity to be in the World Series. Right? So you're going to, at this point, nothing else has worked. Correct? Correct. Correct. And they've won over the fan base. You know the city very well. Yes, I do. do Beautiful. they, they, They have won them over in a way that they never have before, like, this is all, and actually, I'd make the case. You notice you brought up the Rams as a comp. Now, what do the Rams and the Padres have in common? Well, what this is that a, a few years prior to them doing things like this, uh, they were both affected by relocation. The Rams relocated back to L.A., 
And in a crowded entertainment market, they really, 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 really wanted to grab everybody's attention. And so this is the way they went about doing it. Padres, same thing. Chargers leave town. You're the only pro sport in the town. And and you're like, okay, how can we capture this fan base? And this is how they did it. So I totally understand the short-term gain, Ephraim. My question is about the long-term loss. Well, when you make deals like this, you don't make deals like this with the long-term loss in mind because it's not a – no one's saying, hey, man, if this doesn't work out in five years, we're going to have egg on our face. They're saying, can these players help us win now? What don't we have? Right? What is baseball? Hitting and pitching. Right? I'm I'm coaching kid pitch nine, ten-year-olds. Same here. I'd it, love some tips. I'm starting hey, tomorrow. Hey, anyway, man. Go ahead. It, it's, <laughs> it, it's, hitting, it's hitting and pitching. Once you get to yep. kid pitch, and when it's no longer machine pitch or coach pitch, the rubber meets the road. Yes. And it's like that in the major leagues. It's hitting and pitching, man. And it costs money to hit balls out of the park. We know this. We know this. And so baseball is set up to where you can spend what you want. The Yankees for years have been accused of buying their championships. Whether they did or not, they got the world, yeah. they got the they got the championship, they got the trophies. Oh, well, although it, hey, I don't know if you've noticed, like isn't it fun how they have that reputation but uh, <clears throat> uh no no they haven't in uh, quite a while. Yeah. How many <laughs> let me ask you this. How many World Series has uh have the San Diego Pod, uh, Padres won? Yeah, that's uh, none. Okay. It's none. So. Ever. So, at some point, <laughs> right? You get what I'm saying? Like, I, I'm, I'm trying totally. to bring some. I, I, right? It, 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 it's like, well, what are they doing? Yeah, nothing they've done has ever worked. Totally. I'm not, like, I want to be clear here. I'm not saying I'm against this. I'm saying that I'm, my eyebrows are raised because in an age where analytics is taking over sports, yes. this group looks like it's on a bender. And so that's fun. <laughs> it's, to- it's right. It's fun. Benders are always fun until you wake up and your head is pounding and you can't function anymore. And I have the hardest time believing that that's not coming for the Padres. Okay, so what if it doesn't come? Yeah, but what, or what if it does? And right, so it's really, really it's soon. that adage of okay, we have an opportunity, we can afford to really go for this thing, like all in. Let's make it happen. Get some talent, some serious talent, expensive talent. Do we do it, or do we subscribe to what we've done in the past? which has mm-hmm. gave us absolutely zero World Series championships. Like, like that is – you got to start thinking like that. All right, you got a beautiful park. It's San Diego, man. The fans are amazing. Could you imagine what that city would be like if you're playing World Series games in that park? 
You're holding up the oh, trophy. Yes, yes. Yep. Right? So now you want to increase the value of your franchise in San Diego? Wouldn't they have nothing else? Sometimes you got to prove to the people that you're willing to do any and everything, whether it looks unconventional or not, to 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 bring a, a championship there, a World Series there. So, but what if I asked it to you this way, though? Manny Machado, part of this is because he went public about six days ago and said, I'm opting out. And, and, and that's going to be it at the end of this year. So the Padres immediately said, well, listen, Machado is a, a huge priority. And, um, you know, let's, let's have a conversation. And so off they do. And a couple days later, you've got uh, $350 million more million on Machado's contract. Well, look, what if, a, what if a fan said, well, hang on a second, Padres. You already had Machado for this year. You've got Bogarts for a long time. You've got Tatis forever. And Soto, who's way younger than Machado, arguably better, is coming up in a year. So did you just pay for Machado's 30s and at the expense, Soto's 20s? And and if you did, I'm going to argue that was a stupid move. Yeah, there's a lot of ifs and maybes and possibilities there. I got you. Players have player options for a reason. The only reason is to secure a long-term deal in that final option year. We see it a lot in the NBA, right? A player, Chris Paul, at the ripe age of 1,000 two years ago, opted out of, what, $43 million? Mm Mm-hmm. $44 $44 million in the final season, and they gave him, what, four more years at 100 and whatever it was, $150 million, whatever that was. Because it's for the long-term security. That's the reason players have – I'm not surprised he opted out. That's what he was supposed to do. That's what I'm – because now you force their hands. And in baseball, you know, with arbitration and all of that, guys not getting paid to their 30s. Right. So, right. Why would, I guess, yeah. Ma, you see what I'm saying? Machado. So, yeah, but why not Why not send Machado out there this year knowing, okay, you're going to opt out? Well, then we're going to get contract year numbers from you. And let's see how you do. And you we know, can have that conversation you know later in the year if need. Yeah, but you if not, baseball. like it's again, not, it's not going to Juan it, Soto. We'll just we'll put our money toward him instead I, I, if it I, doesn't I, work I, out. I got it, but now you got both. Not both. Well, not both. For the both for the minute. You got for, both for the moment. Yeah. B O U F F. Both. <laughs> P-H, yeah. That's a lot of firepower. <laughs> I got it's a lot of firepower. Um, what do you need? Uh, what do you need? What do you need? Hitting and pitching. You need hitting, hitting and pitching. Yeah. Hitting and pitching. Yeah. They got the hitting. There's no doubt about right? it. Like, they're going to be a ton of fun this year. Why do you think the Dodgers and you look at, at the Giants hitting, hitting and pitching? So you got to do what you got to do to stop being the Dodgers' little stepbrother. Right? Like, you got you to gotta force – other teams to make moves 
to keep up with you. And that's the big reason. You have to force uh, force other teams' hands. Oh my God! You see what they just did? Like, how do we I compete against that? Yeah, I f- I feel you. I just know how many teams in sports love the phrase financial flexibility, <laughs> and I don't know if I've ever seen a team that now has less over the next decade as the San Diego Padres. They're, they're like they're locked up. They're locked up. They're locked up for the next 12 years of their lives. So they are let, locked up. And so let me that's ask you wonderful. This. That's wonderful as long as you're in love. But Thank those you. relationships Thank go you. sideways I get sometimes. It. I get it. But what if you're locked up? Like the pandemic happened. Remember the pandemic happened? It was awful. Oh, oh, 2020. Well. 2020, 2021. Awful. A lot of relationships didn't last. I'm talking about rock solid relationships. We've been together 10 years, 12 years. They come out of there. We got to get away from each other. <laughs> right? But what if you're locked up with somebody that you like? Me and my wife have been together 20 years. I wouldn't have made it through 2020 without her. Yeah, uh, amen. And 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 they feel like that about <laughs> these players. Yeah, we, look, today. The, look, the people who got— Everybody feels that way I on get wedding it. day. Of course, but look, the people who broke up after the pandemic, they didn't know going into the pandemic that it was about to be over. Yeah. You got to yeah. ride the wave. Speaking of firepower, I'm imagining you have quite a bit uh, based on the basketball game that happened earlier today. I Kaboom. know you want to flex, so I'm, uh, let's do it. Uh, we're broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. With Eve from Salam, Mark Willard on Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at FoxSportsRadio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Paulie Fusco here with Tony Fusco. Yo. As you all know, we're the host of the number one rated show in all of sports talk, the Paulie and Tony Fusco Show. Numero uno. Yeah, and we know why millions of people tune in every week. Yeah. They want to hear us talk sports, not our idiot guests who think they know more about sports than we do. Yeah, listen to these dummies. You don't know crap about sports. Nothing. Uh, you don't know nothing uh, about football. This is the worst thing Wait, I've ever he's been Wait, he's still on the line. Get off the show. Uh, off the show. You don't know basketball. If you want to hear how sports talk should be done, yeah. listen to the Paulie and Tony Fusco Show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it and travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel, it's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.
The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. I mean, first and foremost, I don't even know why they would do you like that. I mean, you don't start off a basketball segment by calling a team a brick house that like that's that's disrespectful is uh is what that is but yeah (laughs) we will also let you know that we're brought to you by progressive insurance progressive makes bundling easy and affordable get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle rv boat atv and more all your protection in one place bundle and save at progressive.com uh, you can't uh, you can't have that on and not move um, a little bit like this and a little bit like right a little funk baby. Um, by the same token, I mean I know you are about to let loose. I said to you this morning, hey man, don't talk to me about your new look, fancy, exciting Lakers until they win today. And they did. So now. Yeah, because, I mean, they had a game. Uh, what say you? They had a game on, what was it, Thursday? <clears throat> against, didn't we bet on that game or something? I believe we I bet on that we game. Did. We didn't bet no, on that I game? Don't, I don't think we did <laughs> not bet okay. on that well, game. All right, all right. You, are not, you are not going to peacock beating a Golden State Warrior hey, man, team that did not have hey, guess what? Steph Curry, guess and what? Andrew Wiggins, hey, man. and injured Draymond. You are not going to peacock is beating not, Anthony Lamb. I will not let you do this. Hey, You're hey, not allowed to do this. You remember what we were talking about. What were right? we talking about? We were last, last Sunday, we were talking about the rubber meets the road after All-Star break. All you can yes. do is play and beat the team's as they show up to the arena. No, it's nothing against the Lakers. Hey, just hey, hey, wait peacock. a minute. Hold on, man. No, I'm, I'm, you don't, wait don't, a second. Don't I'm not peacocking. Peacock. The Warriors okay. were the first team for us to meet after the All-Star break. Right. We don't care what's <laughs> going on with us. the Warriors. Okay? <laughs> we don't care. Y'all yes, step on the court. Nor, nor, I mean, Clay Thompson had 12 threes you. the night after. Yeah. Yes, against the Houston Rockets. Thank you. But yes, go go the same way. I will not peacock beating the Houston Rockets. Like, but go, better, go ahead. You, you better peacock about it. You need all the wins. Everybody, everybody in the West needs all the wins they can get. That's just the I bottom know, line. I know it. So let me say this. <clears throat> Remember what I said. I was enthused about the trades yes. in the new look Lakers. I said the Lakers got younger and longer defensively, and they got better shooting. Those are the two things they didn't have. So that combined with a LeBron James and an Anthony Davis, that resonates because now when they won the championship, they had youth, length, and shooting. Period. They went away from that and did the Westbrook experiment. No length, no defense, 
zero shooting yep. for a year and a half. So as they try to right the ship that they've been stuck on, stuck out at sea, did you, you watch that game, right? Which one today? The, the, the Laker game, yes. Yeah, I, uh, bits and pieces. I did so, not watch all of it. I did watch all of the one against the uh, carcass of the Golden hey, State hey, Warriors. Hey, hey, hey. Well, let me week. let me yes. let me let me tell you what yes. happened. Let me well, tell you what happened. Wait, let me just let me just tell you this. Okay, first of ahead. all, first of all, <laughs> Dallas was on fire in the first half. From three, they were on fire, and the Lakers yeah. were not. The Lakers were what two for twenty-one uh, at the half uh, of shooting threes. Uh, Lakers and some, were not good in the second half either, but go ahead. No, no, no. <laughs> they they weren't good in the second half shooting threes. But you know what they decided to do? What's that? Stop shooting threes. Mm-hmm. They decided to stop shooting threes. They only had 11 threes the second half. And subsequently enough, they made four out of the 11. But they stopped shooting them. And they started attacking the basket and using their advantage in size inside they went to the free throw line 28 times to the Dallas Mavericks 14. That's a shift. That's a change in mentality. The number one thing, though, and this young man, I, when he got here, Laker fans were like, who is this and wh- wh- what's the big deal? Jared Vanderbilt yep. is a monster. He is what I was talking about when I said they got young and long defensively. You he is a, You're absolutely right. He is a problem. He can guard one through five. He has more energy than every single person on the court. He single-handedly changed that game in the third quarter. Single-handedly. So now LeBron James, who is awful on defense – he refuses to play unless it's the last three minutes of the game. Like I, I'm, well, even then, even no, even, even at the end uh, of the right. game, he just let Bullock shoot a wide open three, and you're only up by four. He didn't move out of the paint, and Anthony Davis was standing in the paint. LeBron James is lazy, and I uh, defensively, and I get it. He's tired. He's old. His ankle hurts. I understand that. But when they put LeBron James on the bench, the defensive effort, it skyrockets. And that's what you want. You want to be able to stop teams when LeBron is on the bench. And then you can take his offensive prowess when he comes back. And he went straight to the bucket every single time and started shooting underneath the basket. To me... That's a recipe. And look, and, and we're down a starting point guard. D'Angelo Russell's hurt. So, to me, coming down the stretch, the, the Lakers now, for the first time in, in a year and a half, have the ingredients to really put pressure on the teams above them in the West. Go ahead. Okay. You, you you are very right about something in the basketball world, uh, potentially wrong about something else, and we'll get to both of those here in just a second in the TireRack.com studios. Um, but uh, it's time for uh, a quick pause so that we can we can let uh, we can let Steve talk. Here, hey, here Steve. comes Steve DeSager. 
Hey, Steve. Hello. Hey, Steve. What a weekend of basketball we have had, pro and college. My goodness, we had that great NBA matchup last night with Boston getting the last second three to win at Philly. We had the Lakers engineering the biggest comeback in the league this year. Today, they were down 27 in the first half and still won at Dallas. Last night, San Diego State with a three-pointer at the buzzer to win at New Mexico. Perhaps of interest to someone on this show. Also in the Mountain West, second place, Boise State lost in overtime yesterday in San Diego State's at Wait Boise on Tuesday. The, 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 this is wild to me. You're telling me that college basketball has started. Oh, I wasn't aware of this. Big time, man. It, it was, when, it when was one. It, don't, it's not don't March be, yet. What do, you, what do you mean? Don't when? be facetious. It was one great game okay, after another yesterday. There was a game <laughs> with Miami <laughs> up 25 against Florida State yesterday, early second half. And the Seminoles, who had lost seven of eight, came back to win the game on a last-second three-pointer. The note from Stats Inc. was, in the last 25 years of college basketball, a team that's ranked, like Miami, when they had a halftime lead of 23 or more, was undefeated. A mark of 1,234-0 until that comeback from Florida State yesterday. And Miami had been undefeated at home for the season this year. And then Gonzaga beat St. Mary's I, last night. It was a great day. I love that you're going through all this, and you haven't even mentioned that there was an NBA game that if the over-under had been 350 and a half, <laughs> and, you, and you had bet the over, you would have cashed that ticket. You didn't even mention that one. Yeah, late Friday, very late. Clippers yes, lost yes. in double overtime, 176 <laughs> to 175 against Sacramento. Oh, my gosh. And the Clips will have the late game at Denver tonight, 10 p.m. Eastern time. Meanwhile, Sacramento is in action right now and leading late third quarter at Oklahoma City 79-69 and in the second quarter Minnesota's ahead of Golden State 46-43. Draymond Green still out with a bruised knee. Steph Curry and Andrew Wiggins are out. The Laker win was by a final of 111-108 at mm. Dallas. There were 13 lead changes in the fourth quarter. This is the Lakers' biggest rally to win in about 20 years. I looked it up. Lakers against Dallas. Outscored him in the fourth quarter that night, 44-15 with Shaq and Kobe and company. But to have that kind of a rally from this team, shall we say, was unexpected. The Lakers overall are 29-32 and 32 this season. Cleveland got 35 points tonight from Donovan Mitchell and beat Toronto, Chicago, and Atlanta with home wins. And Milwaukee won its 14th game in a row, 104-101 over Phoenix. Drew Holiday, 33 points. Giannis Antetokounmpo was out with a bruised quad. He had just returned from his wrist injury on Friday. But another W for the Bucks, record of 43-17. and UCLA ranked fourth in the country, clinched the Pac-12 title with a narrow win at Colorado, 60-56. Maryland upset number 21 Northwestern. Ohio State surprised Illinois. Kyle Busch won the NASCAR race in cold and cloudy Southern California. NHL wins for the Rangers and Islanders. And in boxing, Tommy Fury beat Jake Paul by split decision in Saudi Arabia. Back to you. All right, Steve, great stuff. We are live in the TireRack.com studios. Uh, And indeed, things in the Western Conference, and I dig this, by the way, about the NBA, because we don't get this, especially before the month of March, usually not before the month of April. But while Adam Silver called it last weekend the most competitive season in NBA history, a lot of people have clapped back because it's like, well, that's because everybody's mediocre. Maybe true, but it does lead to this month of March, 
these regular season games, to your point, Ephraim, are going to be a hell of a lot more urgent than we're used to. Like, you're watching it right now. These Western Conference teams are all playing really hard uh, because everything suddenly does matter. And, uh, and it's going to be a race to get themselves to that six seed or in the play-in tournament or out of it. So the Lakers are still not in the best spot. Uh, but we talked last week, could they win like six in a row? Well, they've won the first three in a row. And this point today about this game is so interesting because, yeah, they still did not shoot the ball well, but they shifted. They win a difficult game on the road when they only shoot 17% from three-point range. Uh, these are all really, really good signs. Um, on the flip side, though, let's go back to the conversation we've had two weeks running now about the team they beat. And I, this is one thing I think that is an overarching fallacy about the Western Conference. Dallas now got Kyrie. Phoenix has got Durant. Watch out. Those two teams are now going to be impossible to deal with. And I'm like, I mean, what what is Dallas since this deal? What what are we looking at right now? Today was their fourth loss in fifth games, and they are as healthy as a buck. I I think the thing with Dallas is in a playoff series, they're going to be able to do something they haven't ever been able to do since Luca's been in the building. They mentioned it on the telecast where Luca is normally playing 24 minutes the second half. That's just what it was. And he would wear down. Those long threes would become shorter and shorter. As you know, as you get tired, your legs go and your range goes. So now he set out the first six minutes, I believe, of the second uh, of the fourth quarter or at, at some point in the second half. But you're, you have the ability to continue to score. And I think that's the biggest reason. That's what they wanted. Right. They have knockdown shooters. They, I mean, they were on fire from three. Everybody was hitting. Now, what they lose is a little bit of defense. Luka ain't trying to guard nobody, and Kyrie can't guard anybody. But their plan is to outscore you, which was working well. But in the third quarter, the Lakers held them to 20 points. Yeah, but that's today. I mean, again, they're they're 1-4 in their last five games, and their one win was over the San Antonio Spurs. I'll take it. They keep losing, we keep winning. we We can change places. I mean, here you but go. But you're right. The Mavericks are only they're only two, like and and then there's the Durant thing. Like I guess here would be my larger point. You can fill out your roster with names all you want, but they have to gel. They have to. And yeah. you and you don't do that in 3 weeks. You don't. It's hard. It's difficult. Very so, difficult. Yeah. So if you want me, you want to make a bet, here's my bet. Suns ain't doing it in the West. Nope. You can't tell me that this is the favorite in the West. They haven't even played together for one minute yet. <laughs> he hasn't debuted, and we're, like, terrified of this team. They haven't played a game yet. 
it, it just in the NBA, it doesn't come together that fast. It doesn't. You need time to gel. Uh, talent, no matter how good, you need time. It's it's really about the defensive rotations. It's about the limitations someone may have, expectations, all of those things. And only there's no practice. They don't practice during the year. I think um, I think what helped the Lakers is them being able to practice a couple days after the All-Star break to really start gelling with each other. I think those few few practices were important. Now, KD still hasn't been able to come out and, and, and do team practices. Next, I think Wednesday, he'll be available and, and ready to go. Yep. Um, I think um, when you add pieces, dynamic pieces, A-plus pieces, grade-A pieces, top-shelf pieces, the the maceration process is a little it's a little more strenuous, a little more difficult. When you add add-on pieces, B pieces to the puzzle or to, to the project, role player pieces, mm-hmm. these players already know their role. And wherever they, they play. Know, so you they the, uh, right? I, I, I spoke the, about Jared yes. Vanderbilt. He knows exactly what he's there to do. Any team he goes to. He's played defense, irritate, rebound, push the ball. He knows. And I think that's what you're seeing. I think you're you're seeing guys, the, the teams that went in and, and added those ancillary pieces, those, you know, Beasley. He's a shooter. Even though he wasn't on today, he shot 11 threes and hit two. But guess what? That won't be the case every night. Darvin Ham told him, hey, brother, you keep shooting. We brought you here just for that. Mm-hmm. That's it. So if you and he tell was me. fantastic with it the other night. If yep. you tell me, right? Hey, man, Ephraim, we're bringing you here for this. Just do that. I don't have to worry about anything else. I don't it's, have to worry about anything else. It's an interesting else. point. Yeah, it's an interesting point because coming out of the break, the most gelled team based on moves has looked like the Los Angeles Lakers, small sample size, understood. So more on that in a second, including the sneaky big game in this Western Conference mess that's going on right now. We'll get to that in a couple of minutes. And then some pitch clock discussion that has to be had coming up at the top of the hour. With you from Salam, I'm Mark Willard, and it's Fox Sports Radio. So, I mean, it's kind of wild, brother. Like, we joked last weekend – Lakers are the 13 seed. Like, come on, man. How dramatic is it? They're the 13 seed. And you win a couple games, and now they're the 11. Hey, man. How, how, however, are they really the 11? Because they're, they're in a three-way tie for the 11th seed. I mean, I guess this is kind of what I'm getting at. Like, you have a dramatic nature to regular season games in this Western Conference right now in a way that you – We're not used to this, certainly not in February in the NBA. The Warriors have a two-point lead on the Minnesota Timberwolves at halftime. They just went to the break. The Warriors are the nine seed. The Wolves are the seven. They actually have the exact same record. The Wolves have played two more games, but they're, they're both 500. 
and and the Utah Jazz are also 500 and jammed in between them as the eight seed with the Pelicans as the 10 seed, a half mm. game out. And the Lakers and Thunder and Blazers are just a game behind that. And, oh, by the way, that Mavericks team that can't win a game is is only a game ahead of all of these teams. So literally, we sit here right now. I mean, the difference between not even making the play-in tournament and the six seed being clear of the play-in tournament it's three it's games. It's like a breath. It's three games. It, it less. It's less. It's two and a half. Two and a half, yeah. Two and a half right now. And and this Warriors-Timberwolves game, like the winner just vaulting to the seven seed and only a half game out of the six. <laughs> and the loser goes careening down to the ten seed. That make it all change again tomorrow night. Of course. But but so the, this the, is, the this, point is yep. is that we don't get this usually in February NBA. Every game matters. Every Western Conference game matters. Every single one for the next 20 games. You can't ask for, for, for better than that. It matters for your team whether they're playing or not. Because I'm looking and I'm like, okay, right now the Kings and, and, and OKC are playing. I want the Kings to win because that keeps OKC below us. <laughs> right? <laughs> right. So that keeps us in 11th and not 12th. I'm watching, you know, Golden State and Minnesota. So I'm looking and I'm like, huh, okay. Okay. Well, I would, yeah. I, I would like, I would like Minnesota to lose, right? Because that puts them at thirty-two losses. Huh. Okay. Okay. So now every <laughs> single game in the Western Conference matters, whether your team is playing or not. We well, won today, yes. so now we want other people to lose. Right, so that that's that it's all true, but is that buying into what Adam, Adam Silver is saying, which is this is the most competitive league, uh, in, you know, most competitive season in league history? The other way of responding to that, and I know the cynic will, which is that we're really just rearranging deck chairs on the Titanic. All of these teams are are not going anywhere, and and I don't know that that's the case because a month from now, the Lakers or the Warriors. Or the Mavericks, let's see what the KD Suns look like. The Clippers, with Russell Westbrook being jammed into this whole thing. All of these teams have the opportunity 30 days from now to suddenly go, wait a minute, we're, we're a different team than we were a month ago. Yeah, it, it's going to be it's going to be crazy. And when you want to, when you talk about, I think Adam Silver, it really means the level of movement we saw is amazing and free agency. Yep. Yep. So we'll get to more on that. Plus what we were waiting for in baseball kind of happened. We discuss it coming up. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for, or the perfect table. Hey, where are you coming? And when you get access to Resi priority notify with your Amex platinum card, Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. 
That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. Oh, boy, analytics, right? Am I right? I mean, it seems like the same conversation over and over, which is short-term gain, long-term loss. Analytics, we had this conversation recently where uh, let's take uh, any load management NBA star, (laughs) for example, right? Like, are you helping your body by sitting out? Yes, obviously, However, seven years from now, if all of the stars sit out all the games, are there any fans left? So you have a short-term gain, long-term loss situation. Are we having the same talk now in baseball as we bring all these new rules into play? Let's take the pitch clock, for example. Okay, this is a response to our attention spans being completely gone, if you will. Uh, it sounds like most people are, 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 are feeling like this is going to be a good thing, this idea of speed it up, speed it up. So how are you going to react the first time this happens in a real game? What ended up happening yesterday, which is the moment we've all been waiting for. It is the bottom of the ninth of a tie game. It, bases are loaded. Six to six is the score. Three balls, two strikes, the wind-up, and the, oh, oh, sorry, strike three. Ball game. Night-night. Now, obviously, in a real game, that would simply send it into extra innings. Right. Let's pretend for a second the score was seven to six. The home team is up. It's the bottom of the ninth. The bases are loaded. The fans are on their feet. And as the best player on the team digs in, and uses that right foot and try to get the dirt right where he wants. And instead of getting that, he gets called out on strikes because he wasn't ready with eight seconds left to go on the pitch clock. And we'd like to thank all of you for coming and (laughs) drive home safely. How are we going to deal with that, Ephraim? Because in a spring game, this already happened one day in. That's going to be tough. <laughs> that's going to be a hard sell. Right? Yeah. That's going to be tough. That's going to be – that's that's a bit much. Look, they're trying to figure it it's out, interesting, man. right? Well, what if we take it to other sports? Because now you're going to hear a lot of people go, okay, uh, we're, we're going to need uh, a little awareness of the moment, if you will. 
So, in other words, like, how about – I've even already thought of this. How about in the ninth inning we get five extra seconds on each pitch? Because we do want a little time for the moment and for the drama and the buildup. But then I started thinking about it. If Tom Brady's driving down the field and scores 24-all with, with 13 seconds on the clock and he's got the ball at the opponent's 19-yard line, we're not changing the play clock. It is what it is. And if you're not snapping the ball by then, you're going backwards five yards because that's the damn deal. Same thing on the shot clock in the NBA. You don't get more time because it's tied and it's late. Right. Look, rules are rules. You're going to put a clock on it, it's for a reason. And they're going to enforce it. Yeah, you used to it. Like, it, it's it, it, there's going to be some, you know. <laughs> It's gonna be it's gonna be a learning curve here. There like, always is. Always. There always every is. in right. every sport. Yeah. Every single sport. So, you know. Hey, how are you doing? Is this snowing up there with you? Uh n- well <laughs> No. So Which is a weird thing to ask thing. someone who lives it, inland it, it, in, it, in, in California. Yes. Yes, yeah, yeah. I live up in the uh, in the North Bay, and there is a um, it's not what I would really call like a mountain mountain, but there's a a very very oversized hill in uh, very close to our neighborhood. It's called Mount Tam. I don't know if you've ever heard of Mount Tam. I have. It's up there, kind of near. Yeah, you can see it from uh, San Quentin Prison. It's kind of in that 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 neighborhood. Yep. Um, and uh, it doesn't get snow, but uh, it it got it, snow now. Uh, it did on Thursday night. <laughs> it got snow now. <laughs> and the fun, funny thing is, is this weekend, uh, I, I it's my daughter's birthday tomorrow, and happy we birthday, beautiful. Did a, that, right, we did a little girls trip with her and some of her friends, and she wanted to go on a drive along the California coast, and my man. We saw snow in places that snow don't go there. Now, I, I like I, I've lived in this area of the world for, I mean, California my entire life. You know, I was down in L.A. Yep. for 20 years, but the rest of my time has been here in Northern California. I mean, I'm driving by like San Jose and you're like looking off into the distance. It's like there's snow no. on those hills like yeah. that's not we don't put snow there that's not where it goes <laughs> so anyway the, the long answer to your question we're fine like we had a rainy day here where i live now and it's all kind of beyond us but it was wild this week and i know we're like there are probably a lot of people listening to us right now in areas country that are like you guys are adorable and annoying right now with this whole right. oh my god right. we saw ice and we didn't know what to do but <laughs> but this is not this is not normal it's not here. normal people got to understand right. like <laughs> 15 minutes from where i am right now there's snow snow yeah Right, I'm in Sherman Oaks. Where and if people knew what that meant, it's so damn hot where you are. So many months out of the year, like in the summer, it's scorching, scorching. It's like which version of 71 degrees do you want? uh, Ten months out of the year, and then there's a hot month where it's a hundred, and then there's a cold month where it's like 62. Yeah, like it's. (laughs) So we're I'm I'm sitting in my house uh and 
was it a uh, Friday night? And I'm sitting there on the couch and watching TV, and and I felt something on my hand. And I was like, what? <laughs> and I'm sitting there again, and I felt it on my hand again. I'm like, is that water? And I look up at my roof. I'm like, oh, my God. There's oh, water yeah. dripping <laughs> into the house. It, it's the house. So, you know, that that's that's like, oh, okay, well we got to fix this. But, yeah, but it, that's it's, the other thing. Like it, the our streets rooms were flooded. Are not used to this. No. No, we went to we let, on, on said trip with my daughter, we ended up at a restaurant for about 10 seconds. We we walked in and we're the only ones in there cuz people are like we're not going outside in this there's, craziness. There's water we're outside hide in our homes, right? Well, there was also water coming from the roof into the restaurant. And, uh, and my daughter and her friends were, were not comfortable with this, and, and so we did not eat there. <laughs> yeah, like eat. We, we left. California roofs are not built, <laughs> right, because they're so dry and they're so, you know, old and they crack and all, but it doesn't matter because it doesn't really rain, rain like that. And if it does, it doesn't rain for 48 hours straight, which it did this weekend, like not sprinkle. Rain, gale force yeah. winds. Uh, so I, I just want to send out an apology to anybody who's listening in any of the other areas of the country, um, because I'm sure we all get, of we your, get we get it. Your, okay, your this West is, this, Coast friends are on Instagram. This all is week big long for going, us. Look at this. What the the biggest <laughs> thing? Like, you know what the biggest thing is? It's called. <laughs> it's the trees. The biggest thing in California. Is the the trees that are are falling right? Because there's right. so much moisture going into the ground that the trees, which are top heavy, just give because it's not used to being, you know, uprooted by water. Correct. These trees are old and they've been like that for, you know, I mean they're falling into houses and on top of cars and. Smashing people and it's just crazy. Yeah, it, it's it, it's not good. Yeah, there's a little pathway to the side yard in my house, and I, I the other day I tried to go, and I'm like, oh, we well the path is gone. Uh, they're they're now just bu- the bushes and and trees yeah. uh, here. So this is a new feature. We just trimmed um, down all of our trees too, like all of them, like super <laughs> trimmed them down, which is a which gosh. is a blessing because I would have went out and it would have been sitting on top of my car. It, yes, it would have. So, um, Mark Willard and Ephraim Salam, we are broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. It's an unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. You, you just dove into the weather conversation like you just didn't, you didn't even want to deal with the pitch clock. Like, did you, did, there, there's nothing that, no, I, that I, you I, wanted to say about on, this? On one of my screens, I have uh, the the news and they were just showing all the snow. <laughs> oh, and, got it. And got I was it, just it, like, it. oh, I, because earlier I, I saw, like, you know, my people in Oakland sent me videos of them out pl- playing in the snow in Oakland, like playing in the sn- snow in Oakland. Oh, right. Like it's there, there are varying levels. Like once every few years in California, you'll get this like, wow, it really hailed. And, and there's ice outside our door. No, no, no. This was like it was snowing. Oh, they was they were making snowballs. It just right. So <laughs> people that, people made snowmen. They, they were yes, making, like, they were having <laughs> fun in the snow. 
Yes, yes. This was actual, real, like the stuff that happens everywhere else. Yes. Like the real winters. <laughs> it was wild, man. Um, all right. Coming up next, I do want to, two things, in fact. I want to get a little bit more into whether or not they've thought this out enough or, or if fans are going to react poorly to it. And then there's another aspect. The players' union in baseball is bracing themselves for the really big conversation and you are uniquely positioned to weigh in on it Ephraim and so we'll do that coming up next on Fox Sports Radio all right let's roll we're brought to you by Progressive Insurance Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle RV boat ATV and more all your protection in one place bundle and save at progressive.com we talked about growing pains with the pitch clock, I think that'll be true about anything and everything. That said, I, I do think what we're looking at is something where the good is going to outweigh the bad. And even the stuff that does catch us off guard. For instance, Manny Machado had a strike called on him in the uh, first inning of a game the other day. Um, and then we had this game uh, yesterday that ended it ended on a strikeout simply because the hitter was not ready in time. And I'm thinking of close games and dramatic moments that, that will be robbed from the fan because of this. But I think we're going to get used to it pretty quick. And the whole, like, Nomar Garcia parification of this whole thing, and I love Nomar, but like the grab the gloves and then adjust myself and dig in and look down at third and twitch over here and look like get in the box. Let's go. Let's play. And uh, I think that's the goal. And I think it outweighs everything else. Don't you? Yeah, I, I think it's to speed the game up, make it more exciting, um, not to hinder the game. You know, and and you don't know until you implement these things whether they work or not. Remember the uh, in football the pass interference reviews. Yes, I mean it just brought the game to a halt. And they were like, ah, we're just going just like you don't know. And in theory, it seemed like a good idea because a bunch of playoff games were determined by lack of calls or the wrong call, and so you try to fix the problem. This is baseball's way of trying to fix a problem. And I just think also, yeah, yeah. No, I'm sorry. Go ahead. And, you know, the preliminary thoughts are, I don't know about this. Well, I don't know. A lot of, like they've seen it at minor league levels. The reviews are good. I think most of what I see in terms of reaction from people who have sat down and watched games, most of the reactions are positive. I do think there are going to be things that when you look at them, it challenges our senses for a moment. Like even watching baseball with a clock visible on the TV screen on the left there, it, it, it sort of creates this stress that we're not used to. Baseball is often for people background noise. It's the summer. It's on. Very few people watch a game from beginning to end on the edge of their seat. 
And so it's just kind of this lazy experience that we we kind of welcome into our world as we go through the summer months. And that clock creates a different vibe. It's really about the vibe that it's going to, and I think that's going to be uncomfortable for people at first, but the other side to it, I think is really good. Like what we're losing, what we're getting rid of in baseball more than anything else is the stuff that most people don't realize they hate. I got a pitcher, right? You got a runner at first. I'm looking at the batter. The batter digs in. And he adjusts his gloves. And he shakes the bat a couple times. Then he gets ready. And the pitcher looks over at first. And then he looks back at the plate. And right before he throws to the plate, the hitter goes, time. And he steps out. And he's going to readjust the gloves. And they're going to get back in. And shake the bat a couple times. And the pitcher's going to look in. He's going to get the sign. And right before he throws to the plate, and throw over to first base. Just lob it over there. Check in on the guy. And he's going to toss the ball back. And now we're going to walk around to the back of the mound. And let's hmm. get a little rosin hmm. and shake. I mean, my God. Just like, play the game. <laughs> it's been five minutes and you haven't thrown the ball. So that's gone. And I, and I want people to really notice that being gone. Because we don't like that. And, and so the removal of that, I got to think, is going to be a really positive thing overall. Yeah, that, I mean, that, it's, that, that's nauseating. <laughs> right? There's, there's so little excitement. Right? That's happening. That's why you do pay for hitters. Right? Nobody wants to sit for nine innings and it's 0-0 zero, zero in the bottom of the ninth. We get it. Dynamic pitching, but put the ball in play. You know what I mean? So yep. they're trying to create excitement. They're trying to create, you know, a, a faster pace. And and I'm all for it. I, I, I really am. I, I really am. I, I like, yeah. you know, I, I hope they do away with the unwritten rules. That's next. the way you play the game. Who you talking about? Our great grandfathers, <laughs> who wore pajama pants and no man, no. Well, I, I, the game yeah, needs I the, the game you is young. We need excitement. It, Flip the bat. Well, right. Stare I, the pitcher down. Let's go. I, <laughs> I already get triggered. Moonwalk when when people say, "Well, he plays the game the right way." Well, who the hell puts you in charge? What what do you mean? Like the right way for right? What right? What is the right way? Is that written down in a book? And by the way, even if it is, um, it doesn't mean that we don't update the books. Right? We we update things after a period of time. We should. So I get that. Here's another one though, and I'm really interested to hear your response because you played in the NFL. Therefore, you played in a hard salary cap league. And baseball has always been the sport where we've said, strongest players union, they'll never go for it. And that still rings true today for the most part. But Tony Clark, the head of the players union, had to come out and actually speak publicly on this this week and vow 
to fight hard against a salary cap, which in other words means, here we go again, they're going to make another hard push at this, the owners are, and when you look at sort of the, 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 the state of the game, the state of salaries, and how they're getting depressed for, for a lot of players. I know that sounds weird after all of these $350 million offers, but there's only about 10 to 15 guys that are, that are in that conversation. So what, what is the players' union up against here? And let me first ask your thoughts on the idea of a hard cap. Um, I, I, would, I, I think it levels the playing field. Right, I, I think it uh, it it definitely levels the playing field in in terms of hey, we all have this amount of money to put the best team available on the field, and I don't think baseball is going to go for it because <laughs> you want to talk about. I mean, the, basketball and football, they're trying to get rid of the cap. Mm-hmm. Right? Now you don't have endless money to throw around. And I think it's been that way for so long. I, I mean, you know, these smaller market teams, you don't really have a shot. And I think the big dogs at the table want to keep it that way. Well, so I guess that's, I mean, that is the larger point, which is that in the NFL, Green Bay and Jacksonville can compete with L.A. and New York. And does that do more to grow the game and therefore keep eyeballs and grow salaries that way than this idea of, look, we've got six teams really, really spending and we've got 10 other teams that kind of spend. And then we got uh, 10 teams that really mostly don't spend. And then we got six teams that you can't even squeeze a $5 bill out of them. Oakland A's <laughs> talking to you. So. Moneyball, baby. What does grow salaries more? <laughs> right? Well, right. What does. I, I mean, I. And again, here we go. Short term gain, long term loss. If I'm a player right now, I'm going, look, I'm not sacrificing my money for somebody who's going to play 20 years from now. But if you don't do that, I don't know if there's going to be a 20 years from now. Yeah, I get it. And, you know, whenever we we talk about, you know, salary caps and is it worth it or can we afford, you know, under a salary cap, can we afford the type of players, the caliber of players that we have here on our team. Like, if we had a salary cap here, we wouldn't be able to to afford our guy number one on the salary sheet, number one on the call sheet, highest paid guy on our team, and that's Stephen H. to say <laughs> I was all with oh, you until he, I heard that highest paid. Now he's <laughs> mad. Yeah, I was going to say, he's like, wait, he's like, what? 
I didn't change my name to Colin. What the hell are you saying? <laughs> uh, you guys were mentioning the weather in Southern California earlier. The event on Fox TV today was the NASCAR race as they visit Fontana every year at this time of year, east of Los Angeles, and the mountains behind the track were covered with snow. They said that they've had some races there at close to 100 degrees, the air temperature, and it was 43 degrees today for that race. Won by Kyle Busch, by the way. Chase Elliott finished second. Also in the L.A. area, Santa Anita, if you've seen that beautiful view from that horse racing track, and horse racing was canceled all weekend there due to the severe weather. Snow-capped mountains there. You've seen the mountains near the Rose Bowl, no doubt. The Rose Bowl was due to host the MLS opener last night with over 70,000 tickets sold, and they called that off in advance. LA Galaxy will play LAFC July 4th instead. So, yes, from a news department, I'm sitting at a news desk. It was newsworthy. It was unusual what happened this week. And there was, by the way, with NASCAR, no practice even yesterday, much less qualifying. So guys just got in the car today for the first time. Kyle Busch wins for his new team owner. As for the NBA, Golden State without Draymond Green still, Bruce Knee without Steph Curry and Andrew Wiggins still. And it's a lead for Minnesota early fourth quarter at Golden State, 87-78. Nas Reed with 29 points. Houston has lost eight in a row. It is underway at Portland. Blazers up 28-27 late in the first quarter. Damian Lillard already 16 points. And the late game in a half an hour will have the Clippers at Denver. At Oklahoma City, Shea Gilgis-Alexander out again with a sore ankle. And Sacramento beats the Thunder 124-115. De'Aaron Fox, 33 points. Lakers were down 27 in the first half and still won at Dallas, 111-108. Cleveland got 35 points from Donovan Mitchell and beat Toronto, 118-93. Atlanta got a game winner from Trey Young to edge Brooklyn, 129-127. Young with 34 points. Chicago ripped Washington. DeMar DeRozan, 29. And Milwaukee won its 14th straight game, edging Phoenix, 104-101. Drew Holland. 33 points. Giannis Antetokounmpo was out with a bruised quad. In college hoops, UCLA clinched the Pac-12 title. Fourth-ranked Bruins won 60-56 at Colorado. College basketball's regular season ends next weekend. Maryland beat number 21 Northwestern. Ohio State surprised Illinois. NHL just final. Toronto a 5-1 winner at Seattle. Tampa Bay 7-3 over Pittsburgh. And in boxing, Tommy Fury beat Jake Paul by split decision in Saudi Arabia. Thank goodness. It was an eight-round fight. The winner got knocked down in the eighth, although he does say it was a slip. It was just a slip. Yahoo Sports points out that Fury is the half-brother of Tyson Fury, heavyweight champ. So, of course, there's name recognition, and people were saying going into today, oh, Jake Paul is finally facing a real boxer. Well, apparently the 8-0 record with four knockouts coming in for this Fury, his eight opponents had a combined overall record of 24 and 176 with five draws. I didn't know that was possible in boxing. 24 and 176, his opponents, and quote, one of Paul's biggest criticisms is that he hadn't fought a real boxer. So, yeah, I guess that might still stand back to still you. hasn't fought a real boxer oh my gosh that's like uh that's like alabama's schedule on thanksgiving weekend i mean <laughs> that's right, right? That's exactly it's, right north carolina a t they beat the him Citadel. again unbelievable <laughs> uh thank you steve mm-hmm. we're live in the tyrac.com studios mark willardy from salam see here's what i'm thinking about like i get it what you're saying the salary cap stuff with regard to the 
the players' union and the players' perspective, and that matters. What always matters most to me, though, just because this is the only thing I can experience, is is the fan perspective. And so when you win a Super Bowl in the NFL, I'm like, good job. You, you beat everybody. When you win a World Series in Major League Baseball, I'm like, nice job. You beat, like, nine other teams. <laughs> yeah, you it, did. it's some teams right, that don't even right. have a shot, not even from the beginning. All right. Like, I mean, if you're, if you're the Dodgers, you're the Padres, you're the Yankees, you're the Mets, and you're cruising around with, like, we spent $289 million. And, and then the Oakland A's spent 32 and you don't beat them like you're then quite you're doing frankly, it wrong. You're a laughing stock. Right. You're a laughing stock. So in turn, if you do beat them, eh, be a little careful with your celebration. Cause what did you just do? You're you're a fifth grader who went onto the kindergarten playground and dunked on everybody. <laughs> so congrats try not to talk trash so from a fan perspective that's why i look at it and go i list listen i don't know what the fix is because i know that if i was a player i'd vote against it too but you got to find a way in all of these sports to where all the teams are playing yeah you 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 got you want to level the playing field you want to give everybody the same opportunity that way you know Execs have to earn the money. It's not who has the biggest checkbook. Because the Dallas Cowboys, right? Right. Like it it it'd be like the 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 Rams and you know all of these you know owners with billions and billions of dollars, the Broncos. We just about to load up. Mm-hmm. So you know, I, I I think it brings parity to the league. I think you have to hire the right personnel in terms to manage the salary cap because you can get yourself in trouble. San Francisco 49ers. Remember back in the day when it was <laughs> was coming to an end. It was like uh. We've uh, we've done this wrong. Hold on. Um, wait a yeah. minute. We owe oh, who? Yeah. What? Yeah. Right. Remember that they had to clean out the fire sale. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> so we've been deferring and deferring, and now all of this money is due. Well, this is is that not the conversation I was trying to have with you about the Padres? Yeah. Like that's what I'm getting at. Like you, you're gonna pay the piper at some point. Yeah, and but then they, in the meantime, they just want to win a, ch- it, a, 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 a World Series. I get it. I get it. But then the the other side is the fan, and again, a Padre fan. They've never won, so they don't care. They, they do quite not frankly, care. they wouldn't. They do not care, even if they cheat. I mean, honestly, I'm not saying they are. They're not. But they'd be in favor of it if they were. But if you're the Padres and you beat the Rockies this year. Are you even allowed to shake each other's hands? Or is it like, well, yeah, we have no, a you, billion dollars nah, locked into you, six players. You roll over there we have and you high five and do all of that. <laughs> it's like, I mean, name a Rocky Look, right the, now. Go no, ahead. No, the, player, name one. the players name don't one. care, man. 
I know. They like well, I know. Was, hey man, it was like, hey man, I'm sorry, man. I you know, I don't know what to tell you. Well, they're looking at it from the standpoint, especially players who can be traded to other teams. Mm-hmm. Like this is all one industry. Just like we all have. And you want to work for the best organization within the industry. So who wouldn't want to be a Yankee or an Astro or a Red Sox or a Met or a Brave? Like, I, right? To, to them, this is all the same thing. But nationally, it's not. If you live in Cincinnati or if you live in Pittsburgh or Denver or Oakland or Kansas City or Baltimore – you're looking at this going, well, this is just stupid. Why would we participate in this? I mean, I'll give you an, the comp is this. For those of you who are listening on the East Coast, especially in the South, do you think that anybody in California takes it personally when you win in college football every year? Nobody's no. even paying attention. They've moved on because you're not playing the same game. So why would they watch? Yeah. Yeah, you're right. So I, I don't know what the fix is to that, man. I don't know what the fix is to that. Hey, look, it, it's tough, all right? First of all, I still think there's too many games in baseball. I know, but too many, too many games yeah. is everybody's kind of fixed everything, and we know the owners are never going to do that. No, so. I, I mean, that's the only way they can get their money back. Right. Because ain't nobody watching. <laughs> so... Uh, it's just, it's you know they're losing. In in terms of of, I get this question all the time. Why don't more kids stick with baseball? In a sport where failure is rewarded, right? <laughs> you hit three yeah. out of ten, man. You looking at the Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame. The reality of it is, and you know, diehard baseball fans always balk when I when I talk like this. The game is too slow. And nobody's watching as they get out of Little League. Little League games are packed. But when you get in high school, the, these games are being played. Actually, I remember this during school. Baseball games will be happening at six period in high school. Right. <laughs> right. Who's going to the baseball game? Yeah, no, it's not. Uh, but what you don't get dates un- unless you're uh, like unless you're like baseball. that yeah. guy in baseball, right? Right, <laughs> right. Well, well, yeah. If somebody, you, you, you get like what I'm saying? Where there's a lot of buzz being totally. generated, but for the most part. Their parents and other coaches at these games, and there's no fanfare. And it, in, in basketball, you have the rap, the pep rallies. Oh, come on! Football right. Friday right. night right. lights. So as kids are making a choice on what to do, and most of the baseball players play other sports as well. So what naturally happens is, as a teenage boy. Popularity becomes right. You the pitcher and quarterback, the star quarterback. Who you think? What? 
It's a big deal. Yeah, we are, we're live in the TireRack.com studios. Mark Willard, Eve from Salam. More on this. And is the Durant situation going to work the way you seem to all think it's going to work? That's next on Fox Sports Radio. All right, we're live in the TireRack.com studios. What if I made you put a chip next to one team in the Western Conference? Okay. Remove your fandom, please. Okay, I'm going to remove my fandom. You got to remove your fandom. You got to pick one team in the Western Conference to go to the finals. Who do you, who do you think it is right now? Man, that's a tough one. I would want to say Denver, but well, you could say that for the last three years, four years. Right. And it's it just right. in the playoffs, man, in the playoff series, they just cannot get it together. Um, so if I had to pick one team outside of yep. the Lakers, I would probably pick the the Suns. Hmm. I was betting you would say that. Yeah, I would probably pick the Suns. I just don't see it. And I know. when I say I just don't see it, but I literally mean I just don't see it. Because in other words, <laughs> I just, I mean, them played yet. What have got it. left? 20, 22 games? 22. How you, how you going to pick a team you haven't even seen play? I get it, but that's a lot of firepower, man. You have three guys who can specialize in the mid-range jumper. And you got two bone. Yep. Well, all three shoot high 30 low 40% from three. That's just a lot of firepower. DeAndre Ayton is playing well in the middle. Oh, my God. And if if he's your fourth best player, you got something. Man. However, I'm just mindful. I got my – I don't call them spidey senses – from their their sportsy senses. (laughs) And my sportsy senses tell me – that when a basketball team won 67 games, you've got some sort of mixture there that really, really works. And so when you break that up, even though what seems like no big, oh, Cam Johnson, whatever, I'm telling you, that mixture worked. It did. And and now you, now you ripped it apart. And we've watched this in sports over and over again where teams get rid of mixture or chemistry in favor of big names in an effort to get better, and they don't. They get worse, especially in the immediate term. Yeah, but I I think with the the leadership, the veteran leadership – of Chris Paul and KD and the the ability to 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 get any shot like Devin Booker and KD specialize in getting to their spots. They can get any shot they want. And yes. and and that's dangerous. Right? I you know, them not having Crowder which came back to haunt them today against Milwaukee who now who Crowder plays for now. Came down, hit two big threes down the stretch of that game. Um, 
and his defensive prowess on the wing. But I, I, I still – and we'll find out Wednesday what they look like together. You know, and, you know, hopefully – I, I, I want to see it gel. I want to see it, it be good because I want to see good playoff r- uh, rounds. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I think – I mean, we're going to see that with, with the the closeness of uh, of the Western Conference – I just, you know, I, I wonder about a team like the Clippers, Ephraim, and I know you don't want to hear that, but continuity is key. And um, they've now got some, if blessed with health. Yeah, I, I just think the problem with that is the Westbrook factor. And, yeah, he's happy there and all of that, but that doesn't mean he's going to, you. Yeah. Take, to take care of the ball now. He's already said he doesn't care about the turnovers, but your team does. And the momentum cares. And at some point, yeah, that was that was an interesting that was an interesting signing, uh, if, right? if you ask me. All right, we we can continue that conversation. Plus, coming up next, two quarterbacks this offseason. It's going to be interesting. We got to get to it. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret, like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge, or how it seems like you always get those hard to snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There's a lot happening these days. But I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters, without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Yeah, darn right. Broadcasting live from those TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. Unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000. Recommended installers, TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. We're into the NBA night, keeping track on a key Western Conference game, talking about new baseball rules, and then not forgetting... Uh, the NFL never goes three weeks without giving us something, and I really want to talk to you about two quarterbacks tonight. One goes by the name Russell Wilson. We know him well. The other one by the name Justin Fields. We're still getting to know him. Are you surprised there are trade rumors surrounding Justin Fields? Real quick on this, Ephraim, I find it interesting. I never know what's real behind the scenes, but if the Bears are truly considering trading Justin Fields, then I'd do it simply by the fact that you're considering it, especially when you're that organization. I am 48 years old, Ephraim, and the Bears 
have not had a quarterback Oof. for my whole life. <laughs> they have not had a quarterback where they're like, that's that dude. Never. They've never in my entire life, half a century. Never. So if you're telling me that you just drafted a guy, and man, he has some interesting physical skills, and two years in, you are considering trading him, that means you really, really don't like that guy. And you should strike while this iron is warm? It's a, at this point, it's a them, not you situation. Right? Uh, it's not Justin Fields. It's them. I mean, they got the worst roster in football. Across the board. Yep. They've done nothing to, to fix the roster. And the, the small bit of success you did have this year came from Justin Fields and his ability to be miraculous. So, you know... They're just not a good football team. They're not. They don't they don't have enough weapons. They don't know who they are. I mean, this kid can only do so much. And if you're not interested in he should be hoping that they 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 want to move off of him. You should be hoping that. I tell you what, yeah, I, I I hear you. I mean, there there is there's not a receiver on that team that anybody uh, really really wants to speak about. I'm not uh, uh, disagreeing with anything that you just said. He accounted for 3,500 I mean, yards through the air, right, and on and on the ground. So, 25 touchdowns. completing 60% of his passes to nobody. So, but but for, for real now, now, are, are you a believer? Remember what Jalen Hurts looked like before <laughs> Philadelphia? I'm, I'm, this is a real comparison. Yes. Remember what Jalen no, 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 Hurts looked like? I, I get, yep, yep. Before Philadelphia got their stuff together and put a team around this young man? Remember what they were saying about Justin Fields? I mean, excuse me, uh, Jalen Hurts coming into this year? Jalen Hurts. Sure. Remember? Oh, well, this is a big year, but we got to see if he – doesn't this feel eerily similar to what's happening with, with Justin Fields? I can see it, yes. I, I, I get it. I just am I'm always curious what it is – they see in a young player behind the scenes. There's got to be, there's a reason now. Now, there have been two different regimes already in two years with Justin Fields. and That and doesn't bode well for him. Kind of, no, it doesn't. But we could say the same thing about Trevor Lawrence. And then it popped, and everyone went, oh, I, I get it. It yeah. was a regime thing. Yeah, but look at, look now, at the talent in Jacksonville. <laughs> I totally get it. It's not a fair comp. I'm just talking about the fact of two regimes. Right. So, in essence, Justin Fields is a rookie to both of them. They've only had him for one year each. And the second year was a heck of a lot better than the first. But I, I still feel like they're looking at this going, we, we're not convinced that he is a great thrower of the football. 
I'm sure that that's on some level, as you're pointing out, not fair. Like, you need an offensive line and receivers before you can tell me whether or not I can throw the ball. That offensive and his line is physical, bad. It's been bad. Yeah. It and is And his hard. physical Oof. gifts, you, you cannot deny what we watch on the TV screen. He's fantastic with some of the things that he can do. I, I, I just, golly, I mean – they're in such an interesting spot because if they are enamored with a rookie coming out, do it. Then do it. It's another. Then do it. Right. It's another one in three years. They'll be talking about we got to we got to pick somebody right. else. <laughs> this has been the mo. This is not right. Like this isn't surprising or anything like that. It's like this is what this is what it is. This dude put a team on his back for as much as he could. And now they want to trade him, which would be the best thing for him. What if Justin Fields was in San Francisco? (laughs) Think about that. What if you put Justin Fields in San Francisco or in Washington? Or in Detroit? What conversation would I, we be having about Justin Fields? I think there would be more excitement. So about about when, where he's going. When we're talking about this, it, it said it's even in, what if he if he was in Pittsburgh with the stability of the coaching staff, the playmakers that they have. Hell, put him in Tennessee with Derrick Henry. So when everybody wants to point the finger at this young man, look around. The worst roster in football. So, yeah, he should be like, yeah, man, y'all should really trade me. (laughs) Because I I, I guarantee you, I guarantee who wouldn't look good. If you put Kyler Murray in Chicago, what do you think he'd look like? We be having the same I, conversation. I don't. I don't. I don't know where Kyler Murray looks good right now. Right. And it's kind of a similar situation. It's interesting that you bring up his name because the Arizona Cardinals were the team that had drafted a quarterback very high and then moved off of him before the next year. they even really got yep. a great look the next year because they were like, "Oh, we're enamored with this guy." Enamored. Now who's, look. Who's now available. look at him. And look at now him look now. At Not that they. I mean, keeping Josh Rosen wasn't going to help either. No, um, but it, you, you, but you, you, you can get fooled, right? You could, you could be like, oh man, it's hard to develop someone. It's difficult, and a lot of people don't have the stomach for. Everybody's looking for the Andrew Luck. Everybody's looking for the Patrick Mahomes. Everybody's looking for that, and it. Case in point, if the structure isn't together, what you're going to get is a Trevor Lawrence his first year. Look at Trevor Lawrence now. Look at Trevor Lawrence now. Night and day. And so you now are putting all the onus on these young quarterbacks, like come save us right away. And they're like, 
okay, well, what am I supposed to say? It's like, hey, hey, man, this is a beautiful kitchen, you know, most expensive kitchen. Hey, come on in here and, and make us a, a, a seven-course meal. Yeah, but you guys don't have anything but bread, beans, and a little bit of rice. I only have enough for an appetizer. And you're expecting a gourmet, you know, Michelin star dinner. You don't got no ingredients. So I'm well, not going I'm not going to do that to him. I'm not going to yeah. judge him like that and put the and put it at his feet like, well, I mean, they tried, you know, it's just not working. I'm with you, but you know where this conversation yes. goes next, yes. which is you're not really deciding just whether or not Justin Fields is your guy. Uh, the world, unfairly or not, will compare Justin Fields now going forward to Bryce Young. And if Bryce Young goes somewhere that's much a healthier environment and he ends up being a star and you kept Justin Fields and it's just kind of a mediocre proposition, bye-bye job. Like sometimes, and I don't really, I don't buy into this fully, but sometimes I think that general managers start the process over because they know it buys them time. If if Bryce Young is your quarterback next year, you're starting over. If Justin Fields is your quarterback next year, well, that would be now time. Yeah, but they keep starting over. I know it. I oh, but don't I know it? They keep starting over. So you got the top three out of the top four teams need quarterbacks. You got Chicago, Houston, and the Colts. What are you? Who are you trading? Like what? What are the? What are? What are? Where are you sending in um, Justin Fields? Who's moving up? Well, look, let, let's acknowledge the possibility that this is a wonderfully conducted rumor from the Bears to scare all of those teams into thinking that they're going to take Bryce Young. So they try to get on the phone and offer them the world so that they can go get Bryce Young instead. Right. But that's... Quite frankly, that's actually probably what this is. Man, I'm not even sold on Bryce Young. Well, I, I, I mean, I'm not sold on anybody when they're in a draft. Have we done the combine and all that yet? Uh, no. Not yet, right? <laughs> nope. I'm like, man, nope. what? I have, know we, have we seen the – like, what, what are we doing? Well, and, and, and thinking of drafts, you can look right now at this conversation and see what happened two years ago in the draft and actually make a little bit of a proclamation about it, which I'll explain here. Coming up next, we also have a final answer in that Western Conference game that was going on that was pivotal uh, pivotal in the, the play-in standings and, and all of that. So we'll get into that coming up next uh, with Ephraim Salam, Mark Willard. This is Fox Sports Radio. Okay, we're live in the TireRack.com studios. And we got your answer. You said you were hoping that the Timberwolves would lose this one because then they would match the Lakers at 32 losses. Well, you're welcome, Ephraim. Yay. From the Bay Area, down three and a half men. 
You're welcome. Yeah. So they do have enough punch to beat a team. <laughs> Didn't have enough punch to beat us, though, but uh, nope, I get nope, it. Nope, 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 No, I didn't say that you couldn't be happy about the win. I said you're not allowed to peacock. I'm not peacocking. All I'm saying is yeah, it sounded like you are about to start peacocking. They've beaten two teams, right? They've beaten two teams after the Lakers beat them, correct? Well, yes. Those are also home games versus road games. I don't know if you've looked at the Warriors' splits this it's year. Okay. It's they are very, very good at Chase Center. They are 24-7. and seven. They are 7-23 and 23 on the road. It's cool. It's okay. It's cool. It's cool. It's all good, dude. It's great. It's all good. It's, it's Warriors were down 12 in the uh, fourth quarter and uh, rallied to win this one. Klay Thompson was special. They beat the, they, I mean, they lost uh, to the Lakers earlier at home, too. They did, yes, so yes, they throw did. Throw that That's out true. for the Chase Center. Yeah, well, yeah. Hullabaloo. For the trade, and so, yeah. That's Hullabaloo. Anyway. Um, yeah, so the Warriors are now the uh, the seven seed and a half game behind the unbeatable combo of Kyrie Irving and Luka Doncic. Hey, man, this thing is, is shaking up a little bit. <laughs> It's wide open. It's uh, it's wide open. I like it also for us, you know, because yeah. we, we need that. We need we we need it to be wide open because we got off to such a poor start. So we need it to be wide open. We need it to to be all bogged up. We need it to. We need for the teams that can go on a run at the end of this thing to be in great position, not play in position, but but playoff position. Well, they're not all going to get to the sixth seed. I mean, that's the thing. Like, you you know, it, it, even if I sort of, and I would, I, I'm going to set apart, even though they've clinched nothing, I'm going to set apart five teams in the West, and then the rest is really what we're talking about. I mean, Denver and Memphis, and, and even Sacramento. Sacramento's Have good. set themselves apart. Sacramento yeah, Sacramento's is. fine. They are 10 games over 500, and they are three games clear of the Suns and the Clippers. So they're going to be... Hosting a first-round series. I'm confident in that. Um, now, the Suns and Clippers are only a game ahead of the Mavericks, but they feel different, don't they? It feels a little bit different. Even though I want to see the Durant thing before I, 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 I move forward and call them a championship contender, the Suns were playing a little bit better even without Kevin Durant. In uh, in recent times, the Clippers are the team that I really like. They look fantastic uh, to me in in when you take a little bit more of an in-depth look. I know they've only, you know, they're 500 over their last 10. It's it's not like they're dominant or anything, but that's a team that that scares me as well. That's it's after that that I sort of think the big old ball of 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 whatever this is 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 where it shows up. From Dallas to Golden State, Utah, Minnesota, New Orleans, Lakers, Portland, Oklahoma City. I mean, three games cover all of those teams, and that's eight different teams. <laughs> that's eight teams. Five of them will have some sort of postseason. Four of them will be in the form of the play-in tournament. Yeah, it's going to be fun. It's going to be exciting to watch. You know, they're they're teams that, that really have a shot still. 
And that's a good thing. It's a great thing for the NBA regular season. We don't get that often. What what I'm still trying to figure out, though, is which of those teams can actually be dangerous, make noise, whatever cliche you want, when they get into the postseason. You know, it's one thing to look at Dallas. Western Conference Finals last year, big names. Golden State, sure, back end of a dynasty. Are they healthy? The Lakers are the Lakers. They've got LeBron James and Anthony Davis. But Utah, Minnesota, New Orleans, Portland, Oklahoma City. I mean, I I have a hard time really buying which of these teams, if any, are, are, are going to make this really hard on, on the top five once they get in. If let's just say, right, and it's a small sample size, but if they continue to, I wouldn't, if I wouldn't want to play the Lakers, if they're healthy going into the the playoffs (laughs) with with this new group. (laughs) It's not that I disagree with you. It's just, God, if I had a dollar for every time someone said that the last three years, I wouldn't need to be here tonight. But it's the truth, though. Uh, It hasn't been. No, because they were poorly constructed for a year and a half. Before that, they won a championship, correct? Yeah. So, yeah. They gave up the pieces for Westbrook that it didn't fit. So, it literally undermined everything they had built. They now got those pieces back in 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 a different form. So, now... They have an opportunity to play defense and they have an opportunity to knock down open shots. Anthony Davis is a problem when he's playing like Anthony Davis. No one can keep LeBron James out of the paint. So if they continue to stay healthy and move like they're moving with this new group, they added four new players. They added four new role players that play intricate parts. Mo Bamba, Vanderbilt, um, uh, Hachimura. Like the we're we're looking at we're looking at a team now that is built Beasley and um D'Angelo Russell. Yeah, I don't disagree with what you're saying. I really don't. If they, really let me don't. just ask you this. Just, let me ask you this. Yeah. If they started the year with this roster, where would they be ranked right now? Higher. Yeah. So that's all Higher. I'm saying. I don't, I, I, I don't I, know I, where. I don't know where, but, but they would be in the top six, I believe. Uh, probably. Probably, because that's only a couple of games away. And I'm also going to buy this. Like, I don't know what's going on with Zion. I was a big buyer in Pelican stock at the beginning of the year, so sell, I don't know what that sell, whole thing's going to end up. Yeah, but if you're looking at that top six, like if I'm Denver and Memphis, what I don't want is to get to the start of the playoffs, the play-in tournament's done, and the two teams that the NBA ejects out of that into the top eight are the Lakers and a healthy Warriors. I, you're, I agree with you completely. If I'm Denver and Memphis, I do not want that. That's a whole lot of championship juice yep. 
being thrown at two teams filled with players who've never done it before. Yeah, that's a problem. Right. <laughs> Those would be interesting first-round series. Yeah, because now you have rest, you have practices. It's just like now it's a problem. It's actually a pretty good scenario for the NBA, I think. Pretty good. I think they, yeah, I think yeah, they would sign off on bad. that. I think I think that they'll probably make that happen. Just you know, make the call to the refs. And, <laughs> um, yeah, come on, you know, you know exactly how it works. You got to earn it, anyway. Man. Um, you know who doesn't have to, to earn Steve it? Ah, oh, there yeah. it is. Oh, sorry. I, there uh, it is. <laughs> Hi, Steve. Howdy, gentlemen. Hey, Steve. I hope you are seated. Damian Lillard is leading the NBA in 40-point games this season. He has 12 of them. Fire. Eight in the last couple of months. He has scored 41 in the first half tonight at home against the Houston Rockets. They've just started the second half. This against a Houston team that's lost eight in a row. They're they're a minute into the second half. It's Portland 76-60 in the lead. Lillard with 41. He scored 14 points just in the last two minutes before halftime. From three-point range. You got eight threes, Steve. Eight yeah, what, of what, 11 from long distance. What's the record? What? What's the record in it's one game? 14, Clay Thompson, is, right? Is it 15? I thought, yeah, 14 or 15 yeah. by Clay. Well, he came close to that Ooh. this past week. Didn't he have a 12 yeah. in one game? He so, did. Yeah. This dude yeah. dangerous, man. Standing by on all counts. Again, we're only now two minutes into the second half. 41 points for Damian Lillard in Portland. Blazers up 76-60 to 60 against Houston. The late game's underway at Den. Mid-first quarter, Nuggets leading the Clippers 18-4. Golden State came back to down Minnesota 109-104, even though Draymond Green still out with a bruised knee. At Oklahoma City, Shea Gilgis-Alexander was out again with a sore ankle. Sacramento beat OKC 124-115. At Cleveland, Donovan Mitchell 35 points in a win over Toronto 118-93. Atlanta at the buzzer got Trey Young's game winner to edge Brooklyn 129-127. Young with 34 points. The Atlanta Hawks agreed to a five-year deal with Quinn Snyder to be their new head coach. Chicago over Washington 102-82. Milwaukee won its 14th straight game edging Phoenix 104-101. And the Lakers had the biggest comeback win in the NBA this year. Down 27 mm. first half, still Speak one at on Dallas. It. 111-108. Speak on it. Anthony Davis, 30 points, Ooh. 15 rebounds. Mm. And Orlando sign guard Michael Carter-Williams, the league's rookie of the year almost a decade ago. He's been out for nearly two years, including ankle surgery. College basketball wins for UCLA, Maryland, and Ohio State. Kyle Busch won the NASCAR race in Southern California. NHL, Pittsburgh a 7-3 winner over Tampa Bay, and Toronto won at Seattle 5-1. Chris Kirk was the golf winner in a playoff. That's the Honda Classic in Florida. He earned $1.5 million. And then there's the Live Golf opener in Mexico where the winner took home over $4 million. Charles Howell, in his three, and he played on the PGA Tour for over 20 years. In his three career tour victories, he didn't win $4 million. Man, he's living it. He like, yes. Uh, thank you. And goodbye. Damn, man. Uh, the Padres agreed to a new 11-year contract with Manny Machado. And to repeat, Damian Lillard scored 41 points in the first half. Portland's now up 81-64 over the Rockets, and Lillard has yet to score in the second half. What is going on here? Back to you. Yeah, I don't like this. I don't like this trend at all. Portland has scored eight straight without the help of Dame Lillard. Um, Yeah, 14. Steve nailed it. 14 three-pointers by Klay Thompson is the record. 
So we're on record watch. Six more to tie the record for Dave Lillard. We're just starting the third quarter. He shot one of those one dribble pass half court. Yep. Well, I mean, it it's clearly within his range. Oh, yeah. I mean, right? Like, saw it at the All-Star game. That's that's in the range. What if KD was a went regular there? shot for him? <laughs> Could you imagine KD uh, and Dame Lillard together? You know what I've thought about that a lot. Actually, Man. it sort of looked. It didn't it feel like a match that? And he's put that out there before. Dame is is you know like many stars. You superimpose that uniform onto KD, and that feels like a match that would have been really really productive. That would have been great. That would have been mm. great. Yeah, yeah, but Kevin not going to Oregon. No, no. <laughs> you know. Yeah. I yeah. wonder about Dame Lillard sometimes, man. I'm such a big fan of his, and he's had to Love like Dame. fight off the masses on social media because for a while he was the guy that you know he was one of the centerpieces of like I'm not going to do it like KD. Right, I'm staying right here. And then at a certain point, people were like, so you realize you're never going to win, right? And, and and he took offense to that. And now people, it's like it's almost turned on him. Like, well, you you big dummy for staying there for so long. And, and his responses are more like, it's so much more complicated than that. It's not like, oh, loyal to the soil. It's just like, I don't know that the, that opportunity has ever presented itself for, uh, for Dame Lillard. No, it, it hasn't, and they haven't done enough to to put the proper team around him. Um, so he just left with a superstar out there on an island, and he is a bona fide superstar. Yeah, but let's see, where's he at? In his uh, thirty two years old now. Yep, gonna turn uh, gonna turn thirty three here pretty soon. So. I don't know. I mean, it, it it does. It kind of it kind of feels like the story has has mostly been written. Yeah, I mean, he said, "Look, I'm gonna touch over four hundred million dollars. I'm good." Well, that's true for anybody. Yeah, but no, but but NBA but people were saying you ain't like never that, gonna win you know? no championship in Portland, da da da. And he was like, "Look, I've changed the course of my family's life forever. So what?" Right? That's not a negative. Do you, do you think he says that? That's what he said. That he really said diff- that. So what? He said, look, I'm not out there caring about what y'all talking about. I'm never going to win a championship. I'm about to clear $400 million. My family's life has been changed forever. I'm good. Guess what? Yeah. Let me, let me tell you a secret. Let me tell the world and everybody listening the secret. Everyone who plays professional sports doesn't win a championship. There have been Hall of Fame great players who never won a championship. For sure. I don't know if people understand that. But but Does Charles Barkley, is, is he less great? Uh, no. But I guess I, what I, I'm I, getting at. You know, because we're in a you're culture not now. You're not wrong. It was three but teams I winning guess, all the championships for a long time. Right. It was the Lakers, the Celtics. the NBA. Right? And the Bulls. That was, that's all, that's all you got. With a few We're sprinkled in here stars. and there. Sure. The Patrick Ewing, uh, we can go on and on. Like, there were filled with stars who didn't get it done because the NBA is kind of a top-heavy league. The best player gets it, 
and and you're lucky if you're if you're kind of watching during an era where that's shared. And I feel like we're kind of in that right now. You know, LeBron and Steph kind of shared the deal for a while. Now you can sprinkle in a little Giannis. Like there there there's maybe enough to go around. But but what got me is when you said, you know, so what? Which feels like who cares? Because I feel like the player, they, they do. Of course they care. care. But what he's not going to do is diminish his value or chase something that may or may not come. He's all about loyalty. He said it. So to use that as a negative when you're talking about him, that's what he's saying, so what to. Right? You can't tell Dame Lillard, you're stupid for staying in Portland. Ha ha. You're never going to win a championship. <laughs> okay. Well, that's yeah, that's okay. And I mean, right. oh, and <laughs> right. What, what what are we doing? Like we, you know, he every day he goes and plays his heart out. Every single day. But as you know, you can't win this thing by yourself. It was the same way with Kobe before they went and got Pal Gasol. Yep. Putting up numbers, buckets with Kwame Brown, little feats, <laughs> right? It's true about all of them. It, it mean, happens, man. How many? Yes, LeBron, Shaq, Cleveland, and Penny played together. Sure, sure. Yeah, no, I, I, I have nothing to say negatively about uh, about Dame Lillard whatsoever. Love Dame Lillard, right? I just, yeah, you just wonder. You wonder about guys because you 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 wonder if if the thought crosses their mind to go to uh, to to a different spot and 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 chase that uh, because we do that to them. We 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 rip the players for wanting to chase the rings, and then when they don't chase the rings, we make fun of them for never winning a ring. Yeah, that's that's ridiculous. That's, that's totally ridiculous. ridiculous. So that's lose lose. That's what you yeah. call a lose lose. Exactly and damn, right. like, man, exactly I ain't right. nobody loser. And right. that's the point. Right. <laughs> that's it. And it's a fair one. Um, okay. Got to get to Russell Wilson. The rumors that circulated this week and where it goes next. We'll do that coming up next with Ephraim Salam, Mark Willard on Fox Sports Radio. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. 
I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Simpson quickly has it on the right wing, going baseline around Bailey. It's stolen by Campbell, and the Bruins have won. The Bruins are the champions of the Pac-12 for the first time in 10 years. Oh, that's our buddy Josh Lewin on Learfield. And indeed, the Bruins win the Pac-12. And again, um, news to me that college basketball had started. I didn't realize they were starting before March this year, but awesome. Congrats to UCLA. Uh, That is the progressive play of the day, brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. It will soon be time to start our national cram session to find out what we're supposed to do with those brackets that come out in a few weeks. I'm just saying, we couldn't get the San Diego State buzzer beater for the play of the day. <laughs> we, we, we won our conference with, with that win. Okay, that's cool. Yep. I see what's going on. That's cool. <laughs> you know, it's mid, cool. mid-major. It's cool. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Wait a second. No, no, no. I'm all in on SDSU, brother. You know that. You know that. I do. I do. <laughs> I mean, nobody. What, I don't know. They're in the top what four and 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 wins uh, the last no, five good. years in basketball. Yeah, yeah. So. this is a very it's a very good program. Brian Dutcher. Yep, I I I dig it. I dig it. I um I think they could be interesting here come tournament time. Um, what I'm not necessarily a buyer in though is is Russell Wilson. I I just I feel like there's just too much smoky from. <laughs> this, this is a classic. You know, when you're answering every accusation, and and I don't even know if this is an accusation, but the story came out this week that Russell tried to get Pete Carroll fired uh, and Schneider as well in Seattle, which, by the way, on the surface is like, that's no surprise. I, I, I feel like I would have guessed that without even knowing that. But Russell and his team has come out to very clearly deny this. They don't want that look. And I feel like this is just a rinse-repeat situation. I mean, we've all got that person in our lives where it's just like you're in this constant state of like denying things, explaining things. At a certain point, it's like, come on, man. They're not all fake. So you're telling me all these things we've heard about Russell Wilson in the last two years. It's like Russ and his agent would have us believe, God, I I have no idea where it all came from. That's not me at all. I don't know, man. I don't know. And so now Sean Payton's going to come in and and fix this in the face of Patrick Mahomes and Justin Herbert. I'm having a hard time seeing it. No, I I, I think uh, I think Sean will be able to get Russell back on the same page. I, I just think it'll bring stability to the team. Like when you have case in point, what happened in Jacksonville? last year when you don't have stability at the head coaching job at the position everything else is off kilter we saw it we knew it was a train wreck i I knew it before they even 
just from the beginning that Urban Meyer got there, and I keep using Jacksonville as an example because there's talent there at the quarterback position with no leadership at the head coaching position. And so one year, Doug Peterson came in and completely transformed the entire team, the culture, in a year. The respect that Sean Payton garners is is similar to that. Where you come in and you change the culture there. But you have a leader in 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 Russell Wilson that needs to be led first. There has to be trust there. And if there's no trust there, then you know it's very difficult, no matter who the player is, is is to to get the best out of them. That's just what it is. I think it'll be better. I think it'll be better. Now they're in a tough division. I, I don't, I, yeah, I don't think it's going to be good enough. And and by, why why am I having a hard time escaping the the image of Aaron Rodgers in a Raiders uniform? Why does that just feel so right? Does it feel right? It does to me. Maybe it's just because Devontae Adams is there. Has he come back from his Maybe darkness be- retreat yet? Uh, he did. He did. He came out of the darkness. Okay. Did, did he say know, anything from the darkness? Was, I don't know if there – no, I don't know. No white smoke. I don't know if he's decided to play or not. I don't know if he's visited Brett Favre's driveway to uh, decide if he wants to go to camp. Or, I don't know. But he's playing. Who are we kidding? This is not the way you start a retirement press conference. You can tell when that's coming. Well, he's not going to retire. I, you know, we know that. Yeah. He's not going to retire. Well, he's, he's, he's threatened it 18 years in a row. Of course, man, because that's what Aaron Rodgers does. Something about Green exactly. Bay that just drives, that makes quarterbacks go crazy. <laughs> just drama mama, man, constantly. Um, Brett Favre retired nine they, uh, times in Green Bay. Yes, he did. <laughs> so they were just like, you know what, man? We just got to trade you up out of here. Seems to follow the uh, same pattern that we're going through with Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> Dame Lillard has 50. 50, boy. He got 50. Um, but only one three-pointer in the process of getting to that that 50. So he's at nine threes. It's about 240 to go in the third quarter. He can shoot from right there. He can shoot from right there. Pull up. Nice pass. <laughs> That's that's good high quality restaurant quality play by play right there. <laughs> shoot it, shoot it, it shoot is. it, shoot it, it pass, pass, shoot pass. It. <laughs> dribble, shoot it. <laughs> well, they're playing the Rockets, so we're just like, dude, who cares? Stop passing the ball, just shoot it. Like go, you know, go for. He just missed another three though, so he did try. Um, but uh, yeah, Dame Lillard gets to fifty with uh, minutes still to go in the third quarter and. I'm surprised you're rooting for him. Don't don't forget now. Portland's part of this little yeah, party. Yeah, we need them to lose, but they're not about to lose to the Rockets. So the Rockets trying to get so, uh, yeah. uh, Victor. They're 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 trying their best. You know what to get that means, Victor. by the way. Once Portland wins this game, you know what that means, right? Yeah, it's the 12th seed. You know, the Lakers are right back down to the 12th seed. <laughs> well, they started at the 13th. Okay. <laughs> Look, all we could do is just win our games. That's all we can worry about. <laughs> I just, I just see you next week, you. brother. I know. Um, all right, brother. We'll see you next week for Ephraim Salam, Mark Willard, Plank and Spaniard coming up next. Have a great night.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. <laughs> 